Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's try that again. <laughs> Open and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. And welcome to episode 161 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. I'm Matthew. And I'm Scarlett. And I'm Ryan. Uh, we definitely encourage uh, audience participation. Um, if uh, easy way to uh, do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can find me on Instagram at Colonel underscore Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. And you can find us on Instagram at H-O-B Podcast. Um, you can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find my, me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady. That's T-H-E-F-U-C-H-I-A-L-A-B-Y. And you can also send us an email to hovpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 231-846-8420. And you can find me on Instagram at Matthew Scribbles. And we are coming to you after a very long hiatus from Studio Zoom. Zoom. So yeah, yeah. Hey guys, um, <laughs> long time no see. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, d- damn, summoner Rona, but um, we'll we'll get we'll we'll uh, we'll get we'll get to all, all of that event eventually. Um, but uh, you'll notice that uh, we are we are not live. Um, so uh, we weren't figured that out from a technical sta- standpoint. But um, well, I. I think we'll get we'll get there eventually. So now we are alive, but not live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, we we do like to uh, start uh, ev- every show with our uh, mo- moments of squee. Um, how about you, Matthew? So my moment of squee is a little bit of diet squee. We'll call it that. The NHL has started their phase four return to play campaign with the uh, exhibition round this week. And the Avs played their first exhibition and only exhibition match prior to the start of the playoffs. Uh, This past Wednesday against Minnesota, the Avalanche were victorious and defeated the uh, Wild by a score of 3-2. The uh, the very next night, the Coyotes played. There we go. <laughs> the Coyotes played their only exhibition game in the uh, warm up for their entry to the Stanley Cup qualifier, and they will they played the Vegas Golden Knights last night, and uh, the results were not quite as good. They lost by a score of four to one. So. Uh, work out those bugs because you're going to need them before the. Uh, the actual qualifier begins guys so uh diet squee yeah (laughs) 
on on the uh, on the sports front, but it speaks to a larger issue, which I'm sure we're all going to be discussing regarding what's Stop. happened over the last few months <laughs> down the line. I guess it's my turn. Right? Everybody got <laughs> I, quiet. Sorry. Um, probably I have a lot of moments to squeeze. My, I have two major ones. Um, my ex-sister-in-law has reached out to me and she and I were always very close. Um, but I was married to her brother. Um, six sisters and four brothers. So a huge family. And um, she was always, I just, we were drawn to each other. It's kind of weird, but we were really good friends. And um, I just disappeared without being able to say goodbye. And no one knew what happened. He never, we made a pact not to speak ill of each other. And so we never, there was never, he never told anybody what happened. He didn't point the finger at me. He didn't, he just didn't do that. And so nobody knew what had really happened. And so I was able to talk to her and I, and we talked about it and we've kind of got all those niceties out of the way. And now we're just developing a friendship again. And it's really, it's been nice. It's, but you know, I think that we're, we're both dealing with mental health issues and you know, being drawn together. And yeah, but I'm enjoying that. That would be my one moment of squee. The other moment of squee I have is sometimes working for company X is not a bad thing. I talk all day. I just got off work. I'm, my throat is a little raw. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, uh, my company has decided, you know what? We're just going to do a summer, a summer celebration. If y'all can get 18, can get $18 million in sales. And, and that's all the, that's all the stores. I mean, we're all over the country. So that's all of the stores, all of the country, just everybody. If we can do, if we can, as a, basically the CEO is under the umbrella um, of all these companies, because we have several companies, it's like, let's just make $18 million. And if you do that, then I'm going to give everybody, I'm going to give everybody a bonus and everybody. Um, you've been there less than a year, you are uh, less, uh, anywhere, uh, two years or less, you get like $300, four years gets five, $500, you know, just, it, and it's really, it's really nice for him to do that. But I also know that he's motivated by money. He wants us to step it up a little bit. So I get it. But um, he's feeling the pinch. <laughs> he is. But he's also poured a lot of his own money into taking care of his employees. So I don't like the man personally, but I will say that when this, uh, he handled the way, the way he handled the crisis was phenomenal. They, they let us go home to work, which we've never been allowed to do that. The guy who's the head of the call center, he's been asking to send my team home and work remotely. And no, no, no. And then the, the virus hit. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets to go home. So I've been working from home since the middle of March. And... Um, I really like that. So they're pulling people back into the office and I don't have to go because I'm high risk. <laughs> my, my doctors don't want me to go back to the office, nor do they want me to do a bunch of overtime. 
So, um, yeah. But uh, so I get to stay home and uh, work from home and it's just a nice little thing. And I miss going into the office because I miss seeing my team, but um, I don't miss the drive. <laughs> so that's my, that, that, those are my two biggest moments of squeeze. So, and <clears throat> my, mine uh, actually kind of, kind of materialized just o- over the, over the last uh, tw- 24 hours. So, um, so I've, I've talked, I've, I've, Pretty pretty sure I mentioned the mentioned this on a pre- previous episode, but I have mild autism, and uh, three three weeks ago I broke you know broke down and uh, and cried like a bitch. No, <laughs> no, that's no. Um, I was here, and I don't think you did that. Okay, just check no, it. I just uh, lost my train of thought. But um, I, I re- reached out to a nonprofit that has an autism to work program. And they kind of, they and it's, they struct, structured in in a way that um, the, with well pe- people like myself we can't like re- um, gen- generally I mean you I mean if you meet like ten autistic people you're gonna find like ten different reflections I mean it's a whole spectrum of things it's a whole spectrum but um, for the for the most most part people with uh, you know autistic people have like a dif- difficulty reading social signals and you know and dif- like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh you know difficulty like looking people in the eye and you know a num a number of things that lead to like high high marks to or have difficulty doing the things that lead to high marks at at in an in an interview setting and just for a number of reasons people with autism just str- struggle with uh you know your standard in- inter- interview myself included and so they structure it in in a way where where our our skills can actually our best skills can actually come you know be uh be take you know be front and center instead of oh this 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 guy keeps look, looking at looking in the ground and stamp stammering and you know and he doesn't 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 understand what question I'm act I what information I I want and and and, and so I mean one one uh, example of this is that in, instead of in instead of you know in a live setting, they actually send the in- interview questions to me in like a Word doc, and then I you know in 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 you know in my own in my own time without any anybody watching, you know I type my answers in, into it, and then they, and they're um and and in and send send it back and i very much prefer uh com- uh communication by 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 writing and instead um but uh and you know they uh they they're they're kind of like an IT staffing agency, but in in many ways they're they're not. Um, they're not like you know we oh we have X number of position, positions to fill. Let's find you know and move on to the next one. They're, um, they're 
their, their goal is to help, you know, help me like build a career. And so that, and you know, they, they provide like mentorship ser- services. And so, uh, yes, yesterday I got, I got a call from a technical recruit recruiter at, at this, uh, not nonprofit and they, and they, they've been working on opportunity that would, you know, work for that, that, you know, I would, I would fit. And so, and so, you know, we're set, um, working on setting up times for, you know, quote, inverted commas interviews. <laughs> so they're, they're, um, for, uh, ne- next week. And, uh, and, you know, every, every, I'm, I'm, I'm tempering my, my, my excitement just on the off, offhand chance that, you know, some, you know, this, Fall, falls through but i i like the way this this uh th- that th- things are going um just it it yeah so so yeah that that was that was my mo- moment of squee and um uh, so we're kind of, kind of like a bit, bit of a re- restart and so um we're uh trying out a uh try, trying out a new a new segment um you know insert co-host name speaks and you know that that person has um has the floor for what whatever they want want to talk about what you know and so this and this this episode is Matthew, Matthew speaks hi <laughs> <laughs> no pressure <laughs> no all right so everybody who's uh listening to our podcast today or watching our youtube video today whatever whatever today means to you uh you'll notice that of course um things are a little different from the last time all three of your all three of your uh Plucky uh, co-host, uh, podcast co-host, uh, gathered for uh, a conversation. Uh, honestly, it seems like that feels like a lifetime ago now because things have changed incredibly in the way that we interact with each other and the way that we uh, communicate. We are accustomed you being in the presence of people we're close to and being in a workplace where we work and make our ends meet and we're used to being out in social settings, whether it's in your daily morning commute, whether it's at the grocery store or your hub. at your favorite neighborhood restaurant or you're at your, you know, you're at a bar somewhere and it's loud and it's messy and it's fun. And you get to tell your friends or your family, Hey, it was great hanging out. Let's do that all again. You know, next weekend or whenever you're free, just shoot me a text and we'll, we'll do something. And the world has completely turned, uh, round and round and inside out and now all all the talk is about social distancing and keeping your hands literally keeping your hands clean 
for the last few months, we had to force ourselves into a new adaptation of life. And not only for ourselves, but also for our neighbors, our friends, and total strangers. We're, we're, fight, we're, we're, we're finding that this, uh, this pandemic uh, takes no prisoners. It doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care how old you are. It doesn't care what you look like. It doesn't care what your family history is. It doesn't care how much money you make or what your social status is or how, how highly rated your news program, your talk show, your Instagram profile, your social media sphere. It doesn't care. If, that, if the virus wants something out of a person, chances are it, it will if we're not doing our part to keep ourselves uh, at home. And if you are sick, you know, do the smart thing and take care of yourself. It's not a death sentence by any means, but it it can it can mess mess you up, and it has messed up a lot of lives, and not just for the sake of you know being an inconvenience. A lot of people know somebody who knew somebody that has come down with it, or maybe they've known somebody or lived with somebody who caught, who came down with with COVID-19 and passed away. Somebody that I work with ended up contracting it, but everything's okay. They passed and recovery is uh, in the rear view mirror and everything's all back to, back to good now. Um, I find it very, very strange to live in this time as I'm sure many people do but we're being called to a responsibility that's greater to the to than to that of our own wants and needs this is a test of community and this is a test of looking out for our you know all of our fellow you know neighbors and family and friends and so many people continue to fail this test. And granted, there are going to be times when you need to step outside. There's going to be times when we need to check in on people who are really finding this time to be a challenge where they need that social interaction and they need that in-person connection and th those folks definitely need our support it's not easy because w we have a, a legitimate concern of am i going to be putting the people i care about or myself in harm's way but people still need people we still need each other we still need to bond we still need to create the world has turned to the arts 
in this time. And speaking in contemporary language, how much Netflix, how much Hulu, how much if any of those social media stream, streaming platforms, call them what you will, how much consumption has there been over the spring and into the summer? How many books are we reading? How much more music are we trying to explore and discover? How much more literature? How many more authors? How many more poets? How many more do-it-yourself, sketchers, painters, designers, crafters are getting to do more projects or being able to share their art with people that would not have been able to uh, experience that only just a, a few months ago. I mentioned earlier that the NHL and sports at large are attempting to resume operations. And I have a real problem with that. And I say that as a longtime hockey fan of passable, and I use that term generously, player in my own right. Sports are a quality escape, and they do speak to the testament of strength and endurance and ability. And we can talk about the romanticism of the desire to win and overcoming all odds to be a champion or to take the flag or score that game-winning point. But isn't life more than sport? Isn't life more than trying to reclaim the life that we once knew, where we're trying to race to what we were familiar with, to reopen schools for kids, to put people who have been out of work. And yes, that is a very important aspect of this whole thing where folks have been let go or furloughed or have had to shut down their own small businesses. And that is a, a very serious matter. And I'm one that I'm certainly not minimizing. I, I am well aware that I am one of the lucky ones that still has a place to go to work, that still has a job that by and large keeps me safe and pays my bills. I'm not discounting that at all. I and mean, people are struggling out there and they definitely need help. But what society and what world are we living in where we are making a choice of money and economics over community and looking out for our neighbors and our friends? We have the ability, we, we have the ability look after so many people. But we're seeing that 
for unknown reasons to me, people are making a choice to put themselves at risk when they don't need to. And, and yes, people are always going to make questionable decisions. I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't made my own questionable decisions throughout this pandemic. I'd like to believe I've been smarter than not smart, but we've seen the science bear out. It takes even just the one, one action in a group setting, a group setting to change countless lives. Some who may never be able to live that life again. Being able to socially distance and being able to work remotely and being able to use this technology, this platform that we are using right now, these are invaluable tools that everybody should have the ability to access for their own livelihood, for their own social benefits, for the interaction of being able to just see a friendly face and to know that the person that you grabbed a beer with over the Super Bowl or that you uh, uh, you had a family reunion with at the beginning of spring, that those folks that you care about so much are going through the exact same things that you are and experiencing the same sort of learning curve in this new uh, social reality that we live in. If I had all the answers, I wouldn't be saying this in front of a Zoom camera. But the world is changing and we have a responsibility to change with it. And if we don't change, we're going to be left further and further behind. And when we all change together, the better off we can be going forward. Whether it's using these platforms or whether it's finding new ways to teach, being adaptive in our creativity, sharing our knowledge with generations younger than ours or generations older than ours so all of us can benefit. But making a choice that dollars and sports and economic framework really should be called into question. I'm not saying it needs to be done away with, but at least find a way to adapt while the science makes the last move on, on this pandemic. Because ultimately it will be because of the science that we'll find a way forward but it will be the community that has to take advantage of the science to do so. 
we're making use of that science right now. This technology that we're using to do this podcast and this video is all built on scientific data testing research from brilliant minds that created this. It is in our best effort and ultimately what's best for us all to trust those same scientific minds to guide our communities into the future where this time, this present time, we can look back as a historic moment and say, this was a turning point in society where we had to make a choice and we choose to trust facts. We choose to trust science. And we can choose to evolve together. We've overcome pandemics in the past. We've overcome social crises. And while there are more, there's, a, there's much more work to do on the social front as we've seen with the rise of social awakening in regards to race. Among other things. There's more work to do. But even with the divide that currently exists in that arena, we will not be successful if we do not work together. So let's use this time to make a choice and take care of our friends and our family and be smart. Take care of ourselves and be smart. Trust the facts and trust the science as it tries to Take that step forward so we can all be wise. And the way that wisdom is passed down and has always been passed down is from one generation passing on its wisdom to the generations that follow. Through the community, we find success. It's through wisdom, we find success. And through facts and through art and through the power of every single person, whether you're a scientist, whether you're a poet, whether you're a a gold medal a swimmer, whether you build houses, whether you are a nurse, whether you are a philosopher, whether you're a farmer, whether you are somebody who fights for somebody who can't fight for themselves. 
and all the other people who bring so many talents to this world. We can take that next step. And we can do it together, hand in hand, with the facts, with each other. Well, maybe, maybe, I mean, well, maybe like six feet apart, but, you know, because social distancing and whatnot, but, or hand in hand when you're wearing gloves. Elbow to elbow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well said. Thank you. Um, that was not rehearsed at all. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It really, it really was. I, I will. I will, say, I will say no more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I def, I, I to- totally agree with like re- pretty much ev- ev- everything that you said. That yeah, we're. I mean, really, the o- the only way that we, you know, can really get get through get through this thing is you know together and you know with. All, with all, all of our, all of our, you know, all, all of our dif- differences, you know, e- equally, you know, t- equally at, at, at the table that, you know, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure like everybody wa- watching this or, or list or listening to, to this at, you know, at, at, at their core, I, I, be- I believe that, you know, that you, you, j- you just want, you know, like a bit, you know, make, make better, make a better life for the people, for the people that are close, close, close to you and you love and you're doing, and you're doing the best, doing the best you can. We just, we just, you know, have, we may or may not have diff- differing opinions on, on things and, and they all deserve to be at, at the table because I mean, the best, the best solutions kind of have to work for the, you know, the majority, majority of us. So, you know, you'd have, you know, I kind of, but anyway, sorry, I'm losing, losing track here, but, but yeah, I, I, I hope that science state stays at the, at at the forefront as far as like, you know, kind of what we pay, what we listen to as, as a society. I am, I certainly hope so. The, the benefits of, what science has brought us, and I'm not talking about necessarily these communication tools that we use or our smartphones or television or anything like that, but people people have been drinking beer throughout the centuries, but now they can do it on a much different scale because of how science has changed that landscape. We can we can feed so many people because science has rapidly just evolved with crop production and distribution of our our food. Um, the art that we consume, uh, we export our our media, and we consume international media. All, all of that leads to, leads to 
that continual advancement in in society. It's not just about you know a bunch of people in a, in lab coats and mm-hmm. chalkboards and what people may may think of as science. And yes, that's a component of it, but it also has to do with the person that's tutoring a grade school child or someone who is teaching in other ways, whether it's, think of it like our late friend, Bob Ross, through the power of media, people were exposed Mm -hmm. to a very unique style of art and he's beloved long after he passed away. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll still watch an episode of Bob Ross, Mm -hmm. even today. Even though I don't paint. I have to tell you though, I tried. To, I watched Bob Ross. I got in, I, um, inspired to try to paint. I'm not a painter, <laughs> but I made a picture of this little tree and little mountains, and I followed his advice. And yeah, I don't even know where that painting ended up. But was it a happy tree? It was a happy tree. I tried to make the mountains all happy, and I took his little advice. And yeah, I had fun doing it. it just looked like crap when I got done. <laughs> Hey, so long as you had you had fun, fun but I doing hung it, it up, you know. I hung it up in my house for years, so and put my little initials on it, and I was kind of proud of it. But yeah, he, at least he was, I tried something. I mean, he he was he was very very much kind of like a diff a different um, like like I think he he and uh, Mister Rogers were like cut from the same cloth, like as far as far as like their uh, approach and attitude toward towards people like you know they're very very uh very welcoming and 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 inclusive and very very accepting and being really laid back hey this Mm -hmm. is your project kind of hands off but here's the tricks of the trade so to speak and then what you do with them is completely up to you so i just knocked the devil out of it You got a little bit of titanium white over there, or and I was having a seizure, or uh, some Prussian blue. Prussian blue. Oh yeah, Prus- definitely Prussian blue. <laughs> <laughs> you're so weird, Ryan. But I love you, but you're so weird. <laughs> I mean, a little a little peek behind the curtain for people who are consuming this episode today. We were planning to do a April Fool's prank. We're still going to do it. Maybe not this year or next (laughs) year, but we had something really fun planned. But it looks like the the joke's on us because... (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) We're life is lead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely get, get into some... Re- reasons why uh why why you know the de- delay <laughs> the was was uh was an, ex- a an lot extent- of different reasons yes yeah. um but we'll talk about that another time yes yeah. um but how, how about we uh um uh, have a little like a nice happy story like funny money when you mention that <laughs> so uh 
to not uh, deviate too far away from the economic standpoint that I briefly, very briefly uh, grazed earlier. Uh, So the state of Rhode Island had a, a little bit of a problem regarding the uh, regarding their uh, tax refund checks. So I'll just read you a very brief story. This is from the AP. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But the state of Rhode Island mistakenly sent more than 175 tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse rather than the state treasurer and the controller. Hmm. That's odd. The article goes on to say that the Rhode Island Division of Taxation uses the signatures on test files, which were mistakenly printed on the real checks and Ooh. sent out on Monday, a spokesperson told WPRI-TV. So were, were those checks sent, sent to 123 Main Street? <laughs> well... <laughs> Main Street actually is a part of this story because the checks were tax refunds for corporate sales and tax credits, mostly to businesses. <laughs> Oops. But there is a happy ending. The, the, the article that goes on to say that the division is going to, of course, avoid those checks and new ones will be sent out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that'd be quite odd to sort of like wait isn't well disney dead what why why is he suddenly signing oh my i checks? think it's not even odd <laughs> i think that people would just get pissed because there's a representation of the government and how they treat us i could see that i could see a riot going on i yeah. can see it i can see the wheels turning to you yeah i'd be mad i'd be pissed i'd be more concerned if i saw a bunch of walking brooms marching down main street <laughs> <laughs> Once I got that check, yeah, then I knew for sure. And, and well, fall, followed, by, fall, followed by a mouse wearing a pointy hat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a little, uh, a, a little angry duck. Just say it. <laughs> I hear the song in my head quite often. Um, when I was a kid, I had you know the 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 records that the phonographs that had like the pictures. Okay, so I had Mickey and the Giant. And what they were doing is it, it, basically it's Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, and Goofy. And of course, Mickey gets the beans. So they think that you know he's taking this emancipate, taking a, a he's taking a cow that his you know this emaciated uh, cow to go sell. So they're all so they start singing the song, Turkey. That, I mean, they start singing this whole song about all the food they're going to eat, and it's it, it ends with chocolate covered beans because he comes in with the beans. So, but that song always plays in my head and always plays quite frequently. So, if that started happening, if they start singing that song, I'd yeah. So anyway, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> An well, odd memory, sorry. Well, you know, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey is in it, and you know, it's goofy. It, 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 you know, is Walt Walt Disney IP, so you know, it, it is related. What was the um, was it The Simpsons that had Goofy on it, and Goofy went to hell because he did something bad? I can't. No, it was. It might, it might have been. Might have been Robot Family Chicken. Guy. It's Robot Chicken. 
Okay. They did that in any way. They were like, Goofy looks like a goofy guy, but he's really he's really evil, and he ends up in hell because yeah, because he's just bad. But I could have sworn that was like a Family Guy cutaway. That could have been. That could have been you know, a Family Guy. It could have been. But anyway, somebody somebody did it. There's a clip out there somewhere. I'm sure it's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. <laughs> That's about everything is on YouTube. Yeah. At least until it gets blocked or shadow banned, and then, you know, then it's not. <laughs> and then it is, because someone else does it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going down, <laughs> don't, don't, going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd end up on the far side if that was the case. Speaking of far side, <laughs> that was a horrible introduction. I know. I know. We're, we, have, we haven't done this since February, all right? Um, I was reading a story about uh, in the New York Times. And yes, I read the hoity-toity stuff. But anyway, it was online, okay? But it, the... the um, the headline led me to believe that they might be bringing the, the far side back. So I got all excited. I actually read the thing and that's not what it said. Basically, um, it was this, there was this uh, writer who just couldn't get into the far side when it was you know, popular in its heyday. And um, now she looks back on it and she, she gets all excited because it makes her smile. And with everything being the way it is, you know, just the stupid humor, um, sight gags, um, that kind of thing. Just, and I got to thinking about that. I got, to, I got to thinking about all the, like the comic strips that make me laugh, or those sight sight gags. There's one that I, um, it's Get Fuzzy is the name of the cartoon. It's about this talking dog, this talking cat, and this guy that they live with, and it's hilarious but it's sight gags. It's really good sight. The dog's stupider than he's like a toddler. And then the cat's like a teenager who's surly, surly teenager who wants to kill everybody in the world. And then there's Dave and he's just like regular dude. He's a, he's a, he's a, um, ad executive. So he basically does, uh, artwork. And so graphic designer, that's what he is. So it's just the, the whole plot lines are hilarious, but you can just pick up any, co- any comic, uh, get fuzzy. You can just like turn to any page and you know you're going to see a sight gag. And you can, it, the story's line is pretty basic and it's easy to follow. Um, there's a couple others that I really like that have that same, but it's always that, that one like um, Bizarro. Bizarro is one of my favorites. Um, where they just do sight gags and it's so those are the kind of things that make me laugh too and so I just thinking about nostalgia so there <laughs> that's the far side yeah as 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 a kid I I I I, I, I lived my week for Saturday Saturday mornings and 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 Sundays because I got got to watch my cartoons and I get to get the 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 the, the Sunday funnies in color. <laughs> my brother and I still were arm wrestle for the comics 
becoming the Sunday paper. Except now his thing is, you can have the comics. I want the crossword. And he's more cerebral. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't get time for that. I want to laugh. So <laughs> that's kind of what I do. So, but um, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to be thinking about what makes you laugh. So I remember spreading out the Sunday comics on the living room floor as a kid. And Uh, we always uh, we always had the the Sunday Rocky Mountain News, and that one had Garfield and Calvin and Hobbes and Roses Rose and Family Circus, um, uh, Robot Man. Well, it's not called Robot Man anymore; it's uh, it's something else. Um, but I, I loved being able to just sit on the floor and just spread that huge spread a newspaper out and just, it would then just dive into that world of color and be able to just figure out, you know, see what what kind of mischief Calvin would get into or, or whatever nerdy thing that Jason from Foxtrot would get into or you name it. I loved it. I loved those times so much. And it's uh, a lot of those comics that were so big, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them are gone. Some of them are still around. Garfield, I don't think Garfield's ever going to go away. But <laughs> man, Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin and Hobbes is so, oh, yeah. so good, so good. I still read it now. I, I go, I follow a Twitter account about Calvin and Hobbes, and they'll post some of the old strips, and I'll go back and I'll read a few occasionally. That was so, so good. Sight gags, sight gags again. You got the. Uh, what he would do with the snowman and do all this horror, make it look like his dad hit the car or hit the snowman. And, you know, so just, yeah, I was one twisted kid. That's all I got to say. And we still see iterations of Calvin, except now uh, whatever shape that character has taken is now, now some sort of urination problem because it's peeing on things all the time. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. that's what I see. Yep. But um, one thing that you can get, all those comic strips that you mentioned, um, you can still see, even if they're like uh, in syndication, where they're not actually being right, it's produced not, it's, anymore, yeah. is there's a website, and you can get everything on the website, you know that, but you can go to Arkamax, it's A-R-C-A-M-A-X, com and there's all sorts of stuff but the the comics are very extensive um that they publish so but there's also like advice camera you know advice columns there's there's all of that in there too and it's but it's a uh, archimax is really good so if you're looking for a website that uh kind of has all of that recipes um financial advice um love advice, life advice, just, you know, life hacks. And just, it's just really, I enjoy it. So I haven't read it in a while. I haven't, I haven't, um, last time I was on, it was probably about February. Um, but it's really, their comics are very extensive. Yeah. I'm scrolling through it right now. <laughs> so, yeah. There's, there, there's a, a, 
Yeah, there's a lot here. <laughs> oh, zits. I forgot about zits. Zits, yes. Zits, yes. <laughs> yeah, zits is a good one, too. Yeah. That was just right about perfect for when I, yeah. I was a yeah. teenager. Mm-hmm. Luann was another one. Luann oh, yeah. was, you know, from the other side of it. Um, yeah, so... Y'all, I, I was much older than y'all, so, yeah. <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> but one, one of my uh, fa- favorite uh, uh, panels of uh, Cal- Calvin and Hobbes was the two parents, they were sitting there sitting in, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're in, in, in bed, and uh, they got <clears throat> the, the fa- father was sit, sitting you know, he he was he was lying lying awake, and you know he just like, and um, he mentioned you know that as a kid he th- he thought you know that his par- his parents had 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 it had it all together, and you know it's it, and he you know I would I I I remember specifically saying I I wouldn't have been in su- in such a rush to get to to grow to grow up if I if I knew that they were just they were just making it up along making it up all along. <laughs> I have uh, pearls before swine. I don't know if you know what that is, but I have a big book that has it's a big volume of all, and I just. I just pearls before swine is one of those that puns galore and um this again the sight gags are hilarious so yeah so anyway just things to make you smile in mm-hmm. the midst of all this heavy crap yeah well it, it well i mean obviously both Matt, Matt and I flat flashback to our ch- to you know happy times in our childhoods. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have any of that. I was too busy doing school. That was my job. But I graduated on time. Thank you very much. But well, that so, was my so job. did I. <laughs> my job was basically my job was basically get through school in one piece, and make a pretty picture for my family. That was it. That was my job. So. I was a little sheltered. Um, oh, boo-hoo. I had a good <laughs> childhood, actually. So I can't complain. So anyway. So I, I think that's, that's uh, we've been going about uh, almost an hour here. So I, <clears throat> I think that's a good, good spot to end it on. So um, first, uh, did you, you guys have fun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fun. <laughs> This is oh, a, a oh. nice uh, re re-entry point, I think. Yeah. Well, hope well, hope hopefully uh, everyone had uh, at at least as much uh, fun listening or wa- watching us as we did making it. So we do appreciate. So we do thank you for for listening or watching, and we do appreciate any feedback. Please comment using the channels found on hovpodcast.net. And please check out our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash hovpodcast underscore YouTube, all lowercase. And you want to stay up to date, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or TuneIn.
so the the only <laughs> the, the only uh, uh show title i came up with was elbow elbow to elbow and most most of the time i just think okay let's let's just get through the episode <laughs> and didn't really like you know that that was the only thing i noticed but you could always just go the simplistic route and just say we're back. <laughs> I'm just gonna say we're back. <laughs> yeah, with mul- multiple A's at you know starting up uppercase going going to lowercase. I like that. We're back. I was reading about Heather O'Rourke, who's a little five year old in there, and she, yeah, she died, but. <laughs> 